0: TUNING into the destination for TV superfan discussion after buzz TV and now let the buzz begin what's going on after buzzers i'm olivia GABRIE, and welcome to host highlights tonight i'm joined by the lovely alcona after buzz veteran might i add <laughs> listen i was looking you up and researching you and i mean i'm not surprised because everybody at after buzz has been like this so far but you do a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> first and foremost, you are a host here at yes. AfterBuzz. How did you get into the AfterBuzz family?
1: You know, it's a funny story because I emailed for a while and I didn't hear anything back and I was a little heartbroken because I was like, oh my god, I want to do this and then, I don't know, one day I just decided I'm going to try one more time and I did and someone emailed me back. You like, see, yeah. persistence is key. I yeah. feel like that's rule yeah. number one in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You just
0: had to make the most noise. But yeah. How did you even hear of AfterBuzz? Like, Were you a fan? Um, you know, I
1: had a old roommate that used to host at After Buzz yeah. and he did it all the time and he loved it and I looked it up and I was like I want to do that and so that's really how it mm. started. How many years have you been here now? In L.A. or at AfterBuzz? At AfterBuzz. Goodness. It's going on, I think, almost six years. A long time. So you've been
0: here since we didn't even have a studio. We used to have a yes. house. An yes. in-house studio. Yes,
1: yeah, did. Dang, that's cool. What was yeah. your first show? Uh, I did America's Top Model for a few episodes, but my real, like, first show was Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. And the funny thing is is I showed up for our first episode as a pilot episode, and none of my co-hosts show up that day because, I don't know, I'm not really sure what happened. And Steven actually was my co-host, and he'd never seen the show, so we're <laughs> just, like, talking to talk, but I was so nervous, because I knew that he didn't know the show at all, uh, and it was just not what I planned. But I mean, you've probably come a long way since that
0: episode of Beauty yes, and the Beast. Do yeah. you feel like After Buzz has shaped you in any way? Is that oh, much? gosh, yeah. I mean, I think
1: I've grown a lot, because learning how to do live, you can't say, cut, one more take. You mm-hmm. just roll with it. And you also learn how to go through mistakes smoothly and just have fun with it and be silly. And you also get to connect with people live, which is why I love Afterbus so much because you can literally look into a lens and connect with somebody eye to eye and just make that connection. And they hit you up on social media. Yeah. Or even when I'm lead hosting a show, I always have my live chat going and I try my best to talk to people as we're doing it so they feel like they're included in the show. And I right. think that's just a great tool to be able to have.
0: I think that's the best part about AfterBuzz. It's just the interaction Mm -hmm. and the relationships that you probably never would have made if it wasn't for something like this. 110%. But as you said, you started at at Beauty and the Beast the first season, Mm -hmm. and you've done that with many other shows here.
1: Yes, that was a cognitive choice. So I've done Beauty and the Beast, Arrow, Hit the Floor. all those. I started with season one, and I notice a lot of times hosts will jump around, and that's totally cool, but I love my fans, so I want to stay consistent, and I want to be as loyal to them as they are to me, Mm -hmm. so that's why I've done that.
0: So, um, Hit the Floor is another huge after show here for you. Uh, And for just After Buzz in Mm -hmm. general, it's like one of the actresses from the show yes. actually is an original actress, Yes, Cat, Mother, Bayless. Right?
1: Cat Bayless, who is amazing, guys. If you go back, she used to do American Idol. She would sing, she would dance, she would do everything and she went on to do Hit the Floor, so she's one of the stars of the show and because we have such a great relationship with her, we've been able to get pretty much everybody on cast, either in That's studio amazing. or including the writer-director James LaRosa, who is wonderful and has invited us to go on set, so I've gotten to do a lot of things behind the scenes. Or season premiere parties, season finale parties. It's been mm-hmm. pretty cool. And you even made a premiere on the show. I did. No? I did. It hasn't aired yet. I'll be on episode two, season four. It's a really small role, but it's still cool. And it it's also- a role. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, it just goes to show, though, I hate when people say Hollywood or anything in life, whatever career you choose, is who you know. And it is, but it's not, to an extent. Do you know what I mean? Like, I formed that relationship, so, of course, that helped. And when something came along his desk that fit me, I popped into his mind Um, but at the same time it was definitely not one of those relationships where it's like let me just kiss your butt so I can get something from you like you truly get to know people and it saves people time honestly you know if I know I need a really reliable great host and I know you why am I going to spend 10 hours for three days looking for a host like I know you're fantastic I'm going to hire you and you're a great person and you're reliable so I think the same thing happened with him and it's just a good lesson I think for anybody like I said doesn't matter your walk of life
0: yeah I think here it just allows you to develop these relationships, and you're learning from each other, and just to be in the same room with some of these people, Mm -hmm. like for instance if you're a super fan of Hit the Floor, and now you're in a room with the showrunner, and all the actresses, actors, creators, it's like an unreal experience Absolutely, absolutely. so aside from hosting Mm -hmm. I know you do many other things also, you do fitness, you do makeup, and I mean I've always known that you were talented with the makeup, because I feel like every time I see you, you always look like dolled up and phenomenal. But um, tell me a little bit about that. Like how does this, how do you make
1: it all happen? I am the classic jack of all trades, master of none. Like I grew up Like, let's real talk, I grew up so confused because I could do so many things, but I never felt like I was good at anything. Mm And I would actually honestly cry about it because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, (laughs) this person knows they want to be a doctor. When you're a doctor, you follow this certain path. And this person wants to be a lawyer or whatever it is that you want to be. And I never knew what I wanted to be because there's so many things that I... could sort of do. So I just kept on harnessing my craft and all these different things, but they all ended up leading towards the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like makeup helps because I don't have to pay anybody to do my makeup for something, but um, that was an accident. That was, I was working at a pet store and a girlfriend of mine was like, there's an opening at this counter, and I'm like, mm, that's cool. And, and then she told, tried it out. Yeah, well, no, she was like, <laughs> it pays this much money, and I was and like, like, oh, that's for me. Well, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> you know, and then when I came to LA, I ended up just start working in it a little bit, and I um, I've gotten hired to do some really, really cool jobs, and uh, it was a lot of fun, but it was, it's just something I accidentally got good at, as weird as that sounds, um, and then and as a host, so I can do a lot of things across the board hosting, but that's because like, for example, um, I wanted to have my own travel show, okay. and in order to do that, I had to learn how to film things, I had to learn how to edit things professionally, I learned how to do sound, just all these things that make me now more valuable as a host, and again, everything I'm saying applies to all genres of all careers because nowadays people want to hire somebody who can do all 10 jobs and pay that one person a good amount versus paying 10 people. So I think it behooves anybody to pick up a skill and then do a lot of different things. So that's just how that happened. And then as far as fitness, that was also, I've just always been into it. And um, I used to do, does anybody know what P90X is? Because... I used to do P90X. I feel like I used to see those infomercials. Yeah. And it was the first thing that ever worked for me. That I was like, oh my God, like the beach is that way. <laughs> and so um I auditioned the guy who directed the P90X videos had an audition for a brand new company called Daily Burn, which is actually now like one of the biggest online platform fitness things. Mm-hmm. I auditioned for him got the part, and it was crazy because I worked with him for four years, and I was more starstruck by this guy who directed fitness videos than some of the people I meet on the red carpet. <laughs> because I was like, I work out with, like, your videos every day, and now oh, I'm in, in one. Yeah. And so, that's cool. That's That was actually a lot of fun. Um, I'm trying to think of what else... I did theater, and then I got into acting, and I got back into acting because of Hit the Floor, because I also danced professionally. And this show is a scripted show about dancing. Mm-hmm. And after meeting all the actresses and Kat, who's been here, I was like, you know what? I used to act. I dance professionally. This show, like, I need to get back this into is this. Your lane. Yeah, and so I went to a two-year school, like a professional two-year acting school, and then from there, I've just consistently taken classes and done my thing. But um, yeah. I don't know. I hope that's I answered the, thing the question. With, no, that's the thing with <laughs> Hollywood, though, is
0: it, everything, it, it's full circle, you know? Yeah. It's so valuable to know how to do makeup, especially when mm-hmm. you're going to red carpets or going to auditions. Of course you want to look your best. Right. And like you said, um, something that they ingrained in us here, especially, and even in my college experiences, they have to know how to do everything and yes. do it yourself. Mm-hmm. It, first of all, it costs money to hire all those yes. people. If you want to get yourself out there, it's all about the small right. budget right. stuff, but like you, It's valuable to know how to film yourself, how to edit right. yourself, right. and things like that. And I think that that's something a lot of people don't realize. Mm-hmm. They just think, oh, to be a talented host, that's cool just and that's host, great. But yeah, no. there's a million hosts out there. You
1: right. want to be as valuable as you could possibly right. be. Right. Well, and I feel like, too, we're in a generation now where it's such a DIY generation. 100%. And when I say DIY, I mean, like, there's people out there making videos on how to do whatever. And, in fact, there's a lot of people out there, no offense, that don't belong doing these videos only because they call themselves (laughs) experts and they're really not. Yeah. But because we have this wonderful tool that's a blessing and a curse, which is YouTube, Mm -hmm. people can do everything. You can learn how to do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you should be well-rounded in any craft. So you're a working host, especially right now, because you're on tour.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a lot of so fun. So we're on tour with Monster Jam, correct? Which is a monster truck show. Yes, it which is. I happen to attend one in my day. But tell
1: me a little bit about yeah. that. What do you do for them? Uh, I'm well. I'm a host. I am pretty much hosting a two-hour show along with one other person, and it's cool because I get to ride out on an ATV. So I'm gonna be like all kick butt with my little <laughs> whatever. Although I will say, on our first show, they gave me the ATV, and it was an automatic, or not automatic. It was manual. So so, <laughs> did you know how to drive it? You know what happened is I got make myself so you on. Yeah, I got on the mound and I did my little opening and I was like, hey, what's up, Charlotte? And felt really cool. Put my helmet back on and I was like, Vrr. and it was making noise, but it wasn't going. And my co-host is a professional Atv quad rider. So he just zoomed and he was like offstage, like gone. And I was just there in the dirt, no! like. Vrr. And the girl who owned the bike was trying to tell me like it 's in neutral, so anyways, that was my experience but it's it 's a lot of fun. I do a lot of interviewing, so it keeps me on my game with that. It is live and it 's also thousands of people, so it 's a great. It's well it's great for me too because even though I'm working, I'm still learning and practicing and every single time it's an opportunity for me to get better. So it's yeah. fun. And and the show's cool. Like I never would have thought I got this job, I was telling you earlier, through my dance agent, ironically, and I was like, Yeah, I can do this like Monster Trucks, whatever. And so I auditioned here in LA and then they called me a month later and they told me they wanted me to come to the callback in Florida. I was like, oh. So, did they fly you out for that? They flew me out in Florida. They put us up in a hotel. I was there with 13 other hosts. And. We were told that we were just going to come and interview some of the drivers in the arena environment so they could see how good our interviewing skills were. Mm-hmm. And then we got to attend the show the next day to see what a real show was like, and we got to do interviews at a pit party. And a pit party is basically like a little tiny pre-show for all the kiddies to come see the trucks. And we're like, yeah, okay, I can do this. It's still really nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. After the pit party, and I think they did this on purpose, they're like, you know what, guys? One of our hosts is not feeling well. She lost her voice, so each of you guys are going to. To take a section of the show and I was like I'm sorry like, like my callback is a real show in front of 10,000 people oh, 10,000 yeah like, it was people. huge oh, and my. I was like this is the scariest callback I've ever been to in my entire yeah. life so it was cool it was fun we did two shows live like that and it was again super scary but cool because you get to put on the uniform you get to put on the earpiece the mic and do everything and uh I'm a big believer in dress the part you know, so yeah. it's like cool to be in the part and to already say to yourself, this is mine and I own it This is my job like that's it. And I feel like that's how you have to walk into everything.
0: Yeah, exactly What like how was it
1: being in front of 10,000 people? What was um, going through your head? Scary, but at the same time I've danced it's it's, the thing. it's like I've danced in front of that many people I've been in a okay. huge arena, but it's different because you're not talking it's a give and take. Like as a dancer, if you mess up and your account off, people are like, oh, look at the you girl that stick messed up. up. Like a sore yeah, thumb. but if you're hosting, like you're by yourself, so no one knows if you're saying the wrong words. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you start stuttering, then it's <laughs> a little obvious. So I don't know. It's you got to play of, it yeah. off. Yeah. So
0: what do you think is the best thing that you've got out of this experience for a
1: monster jam? Yeah. Um. Gosh, everything. Um, it's really cool to be able to because before I was hosting, but I was also hosting and balancing a survival job, is what I call it, because it's not my career, it's a job that pays the bills. And it's cool to be able to have a job and own it and be like, yes, I am a host mm-hmm. and I have proof because I'm like, I'm working and I'm doing something that's right. cool and I'm putting on a show and meeting people and making their day and stuff like that. So that part's really cool. Um, and just, yeah, doing something live. I enjoy, I mean, I enjoy the camera, obviously, but I like doing live things and getting a reaction from the audience Yeah, And, stuff. and I think it's important, like you said, it's your job that pays the bills, but it's
0: still a job doing yes. what you want to do. Yeah, And sometimes, Ellie, I think, could be a little bit humbling because sometimes, even though we want to have this, like, glamorous host mm. lifestyle, there are some things that you're going to have to do right. that you ne- you might not necessarily
1: yeah. want to do. Yeah, Well, you have to pave your way. I think you have to put in your time. It doesn't, again... This is stuff that goes for any career. You do have to put in your time. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that one of our owners, Kevin Undergar, always says is never be afraid to work for free. Mm -hmm. And it's true. Don't. Because you will learn so much if you're around the people that you want to be like and you always want to put yourself around people that are better than you. And it sucks on your ego because you go home and you're like I suck. But at the end of the day because you're around those people, you're forced to step up and get better. And that's how you learn.
0: You don't learn by being the best in the room. No.
1: I mean it feels good but
0: at the end of the day that's not going to get you the job exactly so are you working on any other projects
1: right now I am and I don't think I'm really at liberty to like really really talk about it because it's not like a for sure thing but um, my passion is so this is like you guys may or may not care but like I'm vegan I love we care we're here I love animals. To you. I love doing things for people to. I, don't know, I just like I believe in positive content, and I feel like a lot of today's media is convoluted with just very negative stuff to make you feel bad or scared of the world or people bullying people and just like crap. Forgive my language, but it's just crap, and I don't like it. And so I want to create something that's just more positive, that makes people feel good, and encourages them to give back to their community. So I will leave it at that, but that's just where I'm at right now. Um, and also, okay. I. So... My other belief is that if nobody is hiring you in the job you want to do, then you need to create the position for yourself and hire yourself. And again, you're not getting paid, but somehow get that content out. So um, a couple years ago, like, I made my first short film, which was 30 minutes, put it into some film festivals. And even though I really didn't want to ever do another film again, just because it's a lot of hard work. Mm. (laughs) Hard work is good, but when you're dealing with flaky people, that's very frustrating. Um, And somehow I got talked into writing a full film feature, and so I did that, and that is my next project. Did you ever think that you would be into something like that? Never. Never. Because I always wanted to be in front of the camera. Yeah. But that's, again, that whole coming full circle and being able to do everything. So if someone is not willing to hire me and give me the platform to do what I feel is my purpose in life, then I will create my own project and put myself out there so people can see me in a way that I feel they should see me. Mm -hmm. And I say that in a way of like, let's say that you are somebody who is a soccer player, right, and you're an actor, and you're like, I could play this former Olympian biopic, like, I could do it, but because you're a pretty girl with the curls, people are like, oh, like, she doesn't look like an athlete. Well, showcase yourself as an athlete. Make them see what you would look like if you did it, and then maybe someone will be like, oh, she can do that. And so it's basically what I'm doing with my picture like the thing I'm doing is a little bit more athletic I do um some tumbling I do a little bit of free running and I do a little bit of martial arts and so for me I'm like well I think like I watch arrow right I'm like I'm gonna be on arrow one day but I need to train and so I got in touch with the stunt coordinator and I asked him where I could take classes he told me where I could go, so I started going to classes at this place, um, but I created a film based around that type of character so that way later on in life, when I get the opportunity to meet this casting director and this casting director, I'm trying to interview right now the guy who is a casting director for all the DC Mm -hmm. comic shows, and at least I'll have product to be like, hey, this is me in this role, this is what I'd love to do, and he can say, wow, I see you doing it so I know you're capable. He doesn't have to use his imagination because he knows I can do it, and maybe I'll be on his mind one day and if not I still accomplished something that made me better at the end of the day
0: that is phenomenal advice like I feel like that's valuable for me it's motivational for me I'm sure anybody who's wondering how to be a host like <laughs> yeah. that's host one one right yeah. there you just yeah. gotta kick ass and do it yeah Thank you so much for yeah, joining me. I'm really on. happy that we had this thank time you. to chat. Thank you. Sorry, I'm talking I mean, a host, but I well, talk a lot. This show is about you. You <laughs> can talk however much you want. Oh, thank you. Again, I'm Olivia Gabber. You guys can hit me up at the real underscore o underscore g and Alicona, Where can everybody find you? So you
1: can find me on Twitter at Your truly Alicona. That's U R S. Ali Kona, truly, yeah, in the between. uh huh. And then you can find <laughs> me on Instagram, and I actually spell it out, yours underscore truly underscore Ali Kona, because Instagram does not have a limitation on how many characters hey. used, so, you know.
0: anyway.
1: All right, thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Bye.
0: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV.
1: Buzz, you later.